Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter Brothers. My name is Nick Ackerman. And my name is Kevin Ackerman. And today we're going to... Uh, oh, my goodness. We're actually going to finish the book. Indeed. <laughs> the Gunslinger and uh, the Dark Man. It's been a long road to finally get brought us to here. So, yes, we're ready to roll. So much fun. Oh. Oh, and, and then this finishing one has so many changes. Oh, so Kevin, many. real quick. Ooh, real quick, real quick. I've got a Stephen King trivia for you. And nice. it's sort of just random. So, it's time for the Stephen King trivia. Da, 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 da. Ba, da, ba. Um, <laughs> uh, these these are more just a couple of random questions, not uh, even having to do with a book. Um, um, <laughs> this one, this first one's going to be multiple choice. Good to know. Right? Okay. Why was Stephen King arrested in college? Ooh. Well, first, before I give you the multiple choice, do you know? <laughs> uh, my first guess is something to do with protesting. But what are the multiple choices? So multiple choice is hit and run. Okay. Stealing traffic cones. Mm-hmm. Keeping in windows or bringing an axe to school? The answer is stealing traffic cones. Stealing traffic cones is correct. Yes. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have sure. we done that before? <laughs> I mean, I've never stolen a traffic cone, but you've. Uh, I, I, I have stolen some random things mm. when you're when you're drunk you do weird things you do that, weird that's things. specifically what it says uh a month before his college graduation after drinking heavily in a local bar king was arrested for stealing traffic cones mm. and it's like a misdemeanor it's not a big deal exactly, yeah. <laughs> nobody really cares true um who who is stephen king raised by he was raised by his mother. I believe his, his father. Mother, right? His father was some sort of a, like a traveling salesman who kind of ran off when, basically right after Stephen was born, more or less. Yeah, I think we talked about that with Jake, right? Yeah. And like how maybe he felt like Jake a little bit as a kid. His dad was a salesman, and uh. I mean, I guess you could call it that in terms of the neglectfulness but uh, I feel like it, there is a little bit of a difference whereas like Jake's family had he grew up with privilege and he had you know tons of money and but just two parents who didn't spend much time around him whereas I feel like Stephen King mm-hmm. his mother was I want to say like a like a like a lunch lady type thing, or where? Uh, but I might be confusing him with our own great grandmother. But in in either case, uh, the she you know kind of the they were raised in fairly like uh, I wouldn't want to say poverty, but they 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 had to make their money last and. Uh, um. Yeah, but it was. Still it's interesting you just brought thing. up great grandmother. I don't know anything about our great grandmother. Uh, Pop Up's mother, no? Or is that uh, Pop Up uh, Pop Up Relinger's mother? I'm trying to think. I, I don't. I don't know anything about her. Oh no! That's interesting. You brought that up. It was a similar <laughs> no. story where uh, Pop Up Ackerman. I know. I think Pop Up Ackerman's father uh, died. Like when Pop-Up was fairly young and his mother was, like, working in during the Great Depression, and she had, I think she was, like, some sort of, like, a school lunch aide or something in the school that Pop-Up went to, and um, it was... Uh, like I said, during the Great Depression, and they 
I forget if they received a lot of help or if she like would like make tons of food and then kind of serve it out to people who were like destitute and stuff like that. Um, But I feel like possibly both were true. Well, yeah. Well, it seems. Oh man, I didn't know any of that story. So that's thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, True. I would right. have to ask Teresa. I'm sure she knows uh, that story I, better. I was going to say Ter- Teresa is definitely the one who knows this. She's our archivist, indeed, in our, our family genealogist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two more quick ones. Go ahead. Super fast. Uh, what was Stephen King's major in college? Uh, it's got to be English or writing or whatever. English, that, English of course, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, English, just like just like our dad. Indeed. He's an English major. <laughs> and okay, this one is really random, and I might have to give you the multiple choice on this. Um, All right. So S- Stephen King uh, used his secondhand typewriter so much that he eventually broke off which key? Oh man! Oh, I know this. <laughs> uh. I want to say M. As in oh Michael? my gosh, you nailed it! Yes! It's the letter M. <laughs> I was going to give you like because I thought it would be the space bar or something, but now the letter M. So is that the one? You, I, I, I think you use the E the most, but maybe it's. Oh, let's think about where the M is on the typewriter. It's like right uh, there. it's between M and comma. So I can see the comma kind of like uh, getting interfered with a lot. Because I feel like that would no. be a more common M- one. M's not over there. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Oh, no, no. Yeah, at the, at the bottom layer. Yeah, yeah it is right row. next to the comma. Mm. Oh. So maybe he was hitting commas so much that he accidentally was, like, glancing off the M. Like, I was trying to understand, why was the M the one he <laughs> knocked off? So it is a common letter. I'm always surprised that it's not up there with R-S-T-L-N-E and uh, Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. There was this uh, one band that... <laughs> Uh, what were they called? Oh, I forget. But they had a song called uh, So Many Mike. So Many Mike. So Many Mike. And it's like, it's just like how it, like the M is like often. Ah, never mind. <laughs> oh, what the heck was the name of that band? Oh, I never was this heard guy. He's dressed in yellow. He was an Asian dude. I met him. He had a beard. He was yeah, cool. Nice. Uh, I wish I had started this story with a point, but. Mm. As I usually do. Well, mics are a very common no name, so I could see it. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess we're ready to get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, last right. um, we left off, the gunslinger still talking to the man in black over there, fireside palaver of uh, the endless night, and uh, mm-hmm. in the yeah. new version, the uh, man in black said, uh, "Build it yourself. It's the butler's night off," which is a it's the butler's night off. Uh, Bruce Ackerman classic, except he says it's the, the maid's <laughs> off duty. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> all right, so I'll continue then yeah, from the it. original. Uh, the gunslinger drowsed and woke to see the man in black regarding him avidly, unhealthily. What are you staring at? You, of course. Well, don't. He poked the fire, renewing his precision of the ideogram. I don't like it. He looked to the east to see if there, w- if there was the beginning of light, but this night went on and on. You seek the light so soon? I was made for light. Ah, so you were. And so impolite of me to forget the fact. We have much to discuss yet, you and I. For so has it been told to me by my master. Who? The man in black smiled. Shall we tell the truth then, you and I? No more lies. No more glamour. 
Glimmer. What does that mean? I'm going to stop there because I know that there are serious changes. (laughs) Yes, indeed. We've got several changes there thus far. Uh, So first off, we've just got an extra adjective tossed in. Uh, The gunslinger drowsed a while and saw awoke to see the man in black. Uh, And then after that, what are you staring at? An old saying of courts occurred to him. Do you see your sister's bum? I'm staring at you, of course, as opposed to just what are you staring at? You, of course. Uh, just adding a little bit more flavor, a little bit more of uh, Court's little aphorisms. Uh, so then, after that, we get into a little bit more additions of lore. So he says, for uh, later on, for so it has been told to me by my king and master. Who is this king? Yes. Yeah. So we're bringing back in the a lot more discussion of the Crimson King uh, as basically mm-hmm. the boss above the boss. So well, also just to go back, uh, they mentioned court again exactly yeah didn't in the original so it's like bringing it back to court his teacher mm-hmm. but that, that was a weird do you see your sister's bum like <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's what, like like a drill sergeant what do you see your sister's bum come on her stop staring yeah. uh. <laughs> True, I could be more um, vulgar, so but anyway, we're trying to step back from the explicit tag. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think eventually we could just, like, I, I can say not explicit? I don't think we curse that much. We don't really. I always just leave it on there just <laughs> as a precaution, because occasionally we do throw down some curses here and there. But I feel like... I mean, we'll see. I, uh, there was a, there were a couple of times where I uh, cut off a, a few F-bombs here and there, but I always like <laughs> to leave it on just in case so we don't get in trouble down the road. That, that's what I always do. Is this explicit? Not really, but uh, I'll click that tab. Yeah, there's a chance <laughs> that I might have missed one. Who knows? We don't have a, you know, anybody listening with, like, uh, deep, with, deep with headphones on, uh, checking for every... Yeah. Tipper Gore isn't watching us and making Precisely. sure that we're... <laughs> <laughs> Counting off the curse words, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's too many. Um, anyway, the, the important case. thing is is the Crimson King. Crimson King, Crimson yes. King, which was mentioned back with... Um, Sylvia Pittston, I think, was the first Sylvia time we Pittston. got mention of it. Yeah. Sylvia Pittston and then was been a f- impr- yeah, there have been a few mentions by uh, the Crimson King's child or something. Precisely, right? yeah, some sort of yeah. long-distance insemination somehow. So the Crimson King... Instead of, uh, what well, did he say in the original? In addition to, originally he said, uh, so it's been told to be my, by my king, by my master. And uh, mm. then Roland just says who, whereas in the new version it says, taught to, told to be by my told to be told to me by my king and master and then roland says who is this king so basically just uh, they, they, yellow changes they don't actually say the crimson king it's just who's this king correct yeah it's the implied yeah, yeah. crimson in there yeah so and then i just knew that from before exactly yeah uh then we've got a, a red change with a subtraction where it says so here's actually a subtraction that isn't really fixed later on because he says uh uh no more lies no more glamour this is one that wasn't changed and i noticed that too yeah Go ahead. he takes out the no more glamour and roland asking glamour what does that mean uh in the new version roland says i thought we had had been uh 
Then Man in Black persisted as if Roland hadn't spoken, and in the original it just says, Man in Black persisted. Shall there be truth between us as two men, not as friends, but as equals? There is an offer you get rarely, Roland. Only equals speak the truth. That's my thought on it. Uh, friends and lovers lie endlessly, caught in a web of regard. How tiresome. Uh, whereas in the original it says, not as friends, but as enemies and equals. Uh... And that's an offer you get rarely. Only enemies speak the truth. Friends and lovers so, so lie endlessly caught in the web of duty, as opposed to caught in the web of regard. So, Ooh, interesting. Uh, that, that's just a funny thing. It's like uh, friends and lovers lie endlessly. Mm. I don't, uh, do you think that's true? Well, if it comes down to... As Obi-Wan said, uh, your, your point of view, because there are some forms of lying that are some forms of lying that are just trying to make somebody feel better. Like when you say, oh, no, I, you know, I love uh, this this book that you wrote. I think it's great. Or I love this uh, uh, whatever you just performed or something. Or I love uh you know, X, Y, and Z, trying to hype the person up to make them feel better, but might not technically be true. Uh, All right. So it's more of a lie, not of like, out of uh, like bad feelings, but like a lie of like making your friends feel better. Yeah. A lie of feel better, a white lie, you know? I would say. Yeah. But uh, I feel like in this case, coming from a person like the man in black, who is uh, a admittedly evil character, he's going to see things in black and white where he'll just say, oh, no, this is a lie if it's not true. So your friends lie to you, but your enemies are always going to tell you the truth because they don't care what you think and they're not trying to make you feel better. So I, and I feel mm. like that's the kind of twist that an evil person would do to try to turn you against those yeah. who care yeah. about you. Oh, you're you're my friend. You're my lover. Yeah, you know, like, you know. Um, he's he's trying to uh, gaslight him. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like gaslighting. It's hard to say because in some well, in some ways it's gaslighting because it's basically saying that the people who care about you are lying to you by because in the way that they care about you. So the the truth is so much more important. Whereas I feel like in reality. The, the way in which you tell white lies like that are a harmless or uplifting sort of way that the, the end result is positive. So I feel like that makes it not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah. But then I, I tend to not have as uh, black and white or negative opinion about certain types of lying. So uh, that, that's just me. That's where that's one of my personal morality gray areas, I would say. Yeah, no, I hear you with that. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> how about you keep reading, Kev? Sure. Yeah, and it, it is interesting that in oh, the original... Was, was, was there anything else we missed there? Um, let's see. I got the... Let's see. Not as friends, but as enemies and equals. Uh, the original... The new version says not as friends, but as equals. And then later on he says only... Oh, interesting. Only equals speak the truth, as opposed to only enemies speak the truth. So it's interesting that, uh, yeah, in the new version, the Man in Black doesn't call himself Roland's enemy. He just calls him Roland's equal. So it's very He's much equal. a it's very much a two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Um, yeah. Well, I, I kept thinking a lot of time this whole way that um, 
that Roland and the Man in Black were the same person. Mm. And, and, that, and that's proven to not be true. Um, but as I was reading this, when you were saying equals, it was like, well, are you like so equal that you're literally the same person? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point, we're pretty sure they are two different people. They are two different people, yeah. of course. So, yeah. yeah. Even in a Fight Club sort of way, the the like otherwise, then what's the what's been the point of him following him this whole time? Yeah, they have to be two different people. Yeah, um, they're, they're two. They're two different people. I'm just trying to like uh, parse this out as a first time reader. Mm. You know. So <laughs> yeah. So he added in. Uh, let's see. In the original, it said only enemies speak the truth. Friends and lovers lie endlessly. In the new version, it says only equals speak the truth. That's my that's my thought. Aunt uh, O N apostrophe D T. Just sort of adding oh, yeah, a little contraction and <laughs> little you know old timey aunt. And then he's like on it. On yeah. it, right? Yeah, basically. That's my thoughts, aunt. Yeah. And then changes uh, caught in a web of duty was changed to caught in the web of regard. So it's interesting regard, the difference between yeah. those two words. Like, friends and lovers lie caught in the web of duty means, like, they're just obligated to lie in order to make somebody feel better based on societal norms or some sort of... Uh, um, like the general rules of things, I guess. Whereas caught in the web of regard means you're lying because you want, you still want them to think well of you kind of like, uh, as opposed to the man in black doesn't care what the the gunslinger thinks. So he's going to, he's only going to tell the truth regardless of however it might hurt the gunslinger's feelings or something, or make the gunslinger think Mm -hmm. worse of the man in black because man in black doesn't give a shit. So, yeah. Uh, and then our, our, in a, our, fir- our first curse word of the day. Uh, so I, I knew it was coming. We it do need to. the explicit content. <laughs> <laughs> so then, in the new version, it adds in "how tiresome," and then Roland says, "Well, I wouldn't want to tire you." Uh, so just adding a little bit more back and forth between the two. Uh, so then, and it, and then, let's see. In the so new in version, the originally says, "Start by telling me what glamour is." Yes, and but, there is the one thing that was left in in the new version that doesn't make any sense because he says, "Well, I wouldn't want to tire you, so let us speak the truth." He had never spoken less on this night. Start by telling me exactly what you mean by glamour. This is the first time in the new version that the word glamour is written down. So it feels like a mistake to me because... Well, I agree. Yeah. This does seem like a mistake because, like, he said, start by telling me what you exactly you mean by glamour, but in the new version, they don't actually mention glamour yeah, until that moment. There is no... He hasn't mentioned glamour yet. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like the, that's a little bit, of a, a little bit of a mistake. And it's consistent between our two versions, so it's not like it was just in the Kindle version or the, the version that you you saw like it's it's in there so it's interesting yeah, yeah. uh well glamour first thing i thought was um <laughs> did you watch the, the show true blood uh um, I, I saw like the first maybe two seasons maybe just season and a half but yeah i i do well, remember what you're vampires talking. in general vampires in general use like glamour as a way of like you know uh, uh controlling like mind control to mm. like other people around them and and that's what I was thinking. I was like, glamour is like, to me, what's, how do I describe glamour? Um, 
it's like I'm going to show you what you want and all of a sudden your, your eyes are going to gloss over a little bit and you'll be like okay sure great <laughs> <laughs> yeah well basically uh, what, yeah, what do I, you think I think of it as just any kind of illusion magic that is basically making it, it's basically a uh, yeah any kind of illusion magic that makes the the person sort of see something other than reality or uh, like, for example, the, hmm, what is an example of a glamour? Um, I almost want to say that, like, ro- the Roland's whole vision of, like, the first the Earth and then the solar system and then the galaxy and then the universe, I feel like that's sort of blending the line between a vision and a glamour, I would say. Uh, because it is sort of an illusion. But... Not sure. That hmm. might not be a good example. But in any case, I feel like it's in some way the the man in black using some sort of an illusion. Yeah. There's clearly an illusion going on here because as we've done in the past couple uh, uh, episodes was he's showing him the universe. So like that's the glamour. You know, yeah. the, the glamour is him him showing, you know, Things are very small, things are very big, and, and like our scale is like very confused, you know. Mm. So, this is all a big glamour that's been going on, and now they're actually getting down to the heart of the matter, exactly. <laughs> and in some ways, I feel like they're getting to the most personal aspect of this whole conversation between the two of them. Because mm-hmm. up until now, the Man in Black has just been like, this is the universe. This is the Dark Tower's place in everything. This is all of these things that I'm going to try and blow your mind by this concept of size and whatever. And you see this purple blade of grass, whereas now the two of them are just sort of talking as equals, as the Man in Black says. And they're they're sort of getting to exactly what Roland wants to know. So, yeah. so here... More uh, I know, the less I understand. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Just to continue with the lyric from that same song, but the more I know, the less I understand. Indeed. Uh, anyway, and, that, and it begins on. this whole uh, this theme of Roland asking a question, the man in black answering, but then saying, but that's not really what you want to ask. And then he'll ask another question. He'll say, yeah, this, but that's not actually what you wanted to know either, is it? And so he keeps, like, wearing him down to get into <laughs> the... What the he, what the man of black knows is like the real question that he wanted to ask. Yes. And, and this is also why I love Stephen King as I was reading this. It's like, but that's not the question he wanted to ask, mm. but that's not the question. I was like, what's the question? Mm. What's Tell the real me. question? <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a lot of important questions that uh, the man of black will answer exactly. as we move on. So first um, off, let's see. So as we said, uh, tell me what you mean by glamour. And in the original, uh, it says... Um, it says, uh, glamour is enchantment, gunslinger. My master's enchantment has prolonged this night and will prolong it still until our business is done. How long will that be? Long. I can tell you no better. I do not know myself. So and then in, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Uh, then in the new version, it's uh, it just says Y enchantment gunslinger. Just a, a little bit tightening the screws, uh, removing unnecessary words like what is glamour? Glamour is enchantment. So in the new version, it says what uh, what is glamour? Y enchantment gunslinger. And it, it does have that sort of a uh, uh, sardonic feel that I feel like uh, typifies the man in black. Uh, and then oh, dang it, I, I meant to look up the word sardonic again because it came up. And I every time I, th- I see it now. I, th- I thought uh, like George Carlin every time. It's oh, yeah, like, exactly. like uh, yeah, yeah, dry and uh, slightly angrily <laughs> sarcastic is what I imagine. Angrily sarcastic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, and then in the new version, it says "My King's Enchantment" as opposed to just "My Enchantment." Uh, and then, oh, my instead of "My Master's Enchantment" has prolonged this night. Yada yada. Uh, so uh, yeah, he also says palaver in there right uh, not in the original that's correct yeah well, in the new version until it says, our palaver is done is our, in the 2003 correct in the new version in the old original version until our business is done so yeah, business is done, yeah so how long will that be the next paragraph is about the same uh long i don't know but that uh but that's also not the question you want to ask me uh well, in the original, it says, ask, I will tell you what I know. You've caught me. It is fair. I do not think you would. Yet your quest has only begun. Ask. It will lead us to business soon enough. Mm. Yeah, that's all still the same from both versions. And, and instead of who is your master in, in the original, or in the original, it says who is your master in the uh, new version, it says who is your king. Exactly. Holding on to that. The, every time, it's not every time he says master, but almost every time it, it gets changed to king or king and master or uh, basically kind of renewing the whole mentioning of the, the Crimson King. And I guess going mass, I guess king seems uh, higher in ranking than master. Uh, and then he says, who is your king? I have never seen him, but you must. But before you meet him, you must first meet the ageless stranger. The man in black smiled spitelessly. You must slay him, gunslinger. Yet I think it is not what you wish to ask. If you have never seen your king and master, how do you know him? He comes to me in dreams. As a stripling, he came to me where I lived, poor and unknown in a far land. A sheaf of centuries ago, he imbued me with my duty and promised me my reward. Although there were many errands in my youth and the days of my manhood before my apotheosis, you are that apotheosis, gunslinger. You are my climax. He he tittered. You see, someone has taken you seriously. So we got a bunch of changes in there. If you want to go back Huge, and go to, the, lots of go to the original, yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, so in the original, it says, "Do do do do." Who is your master? I have never seen him, but you must. In order to reach the tower, you must reach this one first. The ageless stranger, the man in black, smiled spitelessly. You must slay him, gunslinger. Yet I think it is not what you wish to ask so yeah we've got uh in order to reach the tower you must reach this one first but then in the new version it's but before you meet him you must first meet the ageless stranger so it's sort of like instead of uh bringing the tower into it it's okay but before you meet the king you have to meet the ageless stranger so so this feels like the video game kind of like aspect of it it's like here is your quest Mm. and your quest is you need to do this but before you do that you have to meet this guy and you need to kill this guy but here's the thing that i was thinking is that um, the man in black is telling 
uh, Roland to kill this ageless stranger. And um, I don't think we should believe him. Hmm. <laughs> well, why should we believe anything? The man in black. You need to kill this person. It's like, well, because you say so? I, I don't agree with anything you have to say, man in black. <laughs> hmm. What do, you, what do you think, sir, Kevin? Oh. Uh, I mean, I can't really say because I know how everything turns out, so I'm going to abstain from this one. But I will say okay. that this is definitely a big change uh, between the two versions, and we'll continue here now. Um, so yeah. let's keep, see. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. So if you've... Uh, what is it Keep say? moving on. <laughs> yeah, in the original it said, if you've never seen him, how do you know him? And the new version is, if you've never seen your king and master, how do you know him? Just, I guess, uh, t- adding in more of the king and master, king and master thing uh, over and over again as little repetition. Well, it's it's like people being... Um, driven on something by an unknown force and it's like why do we believe this unknown force it's like how do you even know this guy like uh, why should i believe what you have to say um and, and then in the very next paragraph there the very next sentence in fact is very different because um he says he comes to me in dreams in the 2003 right and the original it said he came to me once in a dream yeah so so hmm. i feel like that's a lot more kind of i feel like in the new version it's much more i guess heartening uh of the man in black that he uh the you know whoever the, this crimson king comes to him often in dreams so it's much oh, more of it's a the, no 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 whoa, whoa 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 it's not the crimson king coming to him it's the age of stranger that's coming to him in dream right i don't know uh i feel like this is this is a this is some ambiguity that i feel like is cleared up in the new version because in the original version it says uh so yada yada you must slay him yet if you've never seen him then how do you know him he came to me once in a dream so it makes in the original version it seems as though the ageless stranger came to him once in a dream but then in the new version the gunslinger says if you've never seen your king and master how do you know him he comes to me in dreams so the new version he's kind of yeah he's clearing up the fact that the the crimson king comes in dreams as opposed to the ageless stranger i feel like that's gonna be the theme of the episode is clarification clarification precisely (laughs) clarification and just stephen king straight up changing his mind about a few things (laughs) or that yeah uh so yes like it's the, the confusion of the original reader versus uh uh, the knowledge of the future reader yeah, and exactly. writer. You know? and not only knowledge of the future writer, but also the writer of the events of Roland's future, of the things that happen in later books, yeah. So, oh, I had to look up Stripling. Because hmm. I was like, is, is it having to do with like, fish or something? Um, it just means like, like you're young. Just a you're youth, young. yeah. Yeah, that just that's and, and that's from context you could get that, but I don't know why I thought a fish. Now I really want that the man black was originally a fish who was uh, transmogrified into a person by this crimson king. That would be an awesome backstory. Well, yeah, the man in black. Well, okay, we were talking about evolution and like change and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and this guy's been around for countless years. So maybe at one point. 
He was a fish. Wow. <laughs> that would be an awesome backstory. I mean, now, now, I don't think that's what actually happened here in the Dark Tower, but that would be an awesome not. backstory. I'm an for, idiot. That would be an awesome backstory for a character that uh, a character is so immortal that they were actually the first fish that walked on land that they're, they've now been cursed with this immortality to see everything that the evolution of their descendants has wrought. <laughs> Tiktalik. That, that, that'll be the name of it. Exactly. Oh. Right? Didn't we talk about that? Yeah, past? I think we've talked about that in the previous episodes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Let's go back, back to... to the things I like. Evolution. Anyway. Evolution. Um, <laughs> so, a thousand years ago, or five or ten, he came into me... Okay. So, in the original... Oh, my gosh. This is so different than mm. what happened... Because, okay, here's, here's the original paragraph. <clears throat> he came to me once in a dream. As a stripling, he came to me when I lived in a far land a thousand years ago or five or ten. He came to me in days before the old ones had yet to cross the sea in a land called England. A sheaf of centuries ago, he imbued me with my duty. Although there were errands in between my youth and my apotheosis. You are that, gunslinger. He tittered. You see, someone has taken you seriously. This stranger has no name? Oh, he is named. And what is his name? And I'm going to try to pronounce this. And this is how I pronounce this. Because this is who I think this is, because they're talking about England, is Merlin. Mm. Merlin. Although when I look at the spelling, I want to say Marilyn. Like well, Marilyn Monroe. I, would think I, I, I always <laughs> pronounce it as Marilyn. Marilyn. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's sort of Mer- like that. Merlin like, is who he's talking about. Yeah, that encyclopedia pronunciation where it's like the <laughs> A-E as the combined letter. Uh, now, we're, now we're getting into word nerdery. I love word it. Word nerdery, indeed. Word etymology. Etymology, and, uh, and this is where the Cimmerillion is grace for... How do you pronounce this freaking word? Mm. Um, but anyway. So, yes. Um, so, so here so we go. The- it's giving a vibe of, like, Old English, like, mm-hmm. uh, pronunciation, where they put that A-E together. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Kev. No, you yeah, have words the, to say. So, <laughs> yeah, the, this is where what I'm talking about, where I say Stephen King just straight up changed his mind, because he, in the new version, he takes off, he takes out the word England, he takes out Maryland, uh, and he changes it to, what is his name? Legion, uh, he said. Yes. Uh, so Legion. His name, yeah. I, I noticed that. So, I, uh, I've read this um, ending, like, three times. Mm-hmm. in the original and today was the first day that i was like okay now that we're going to record this i'm going to read the the new version and i was like legion it, it totally changes everything right totally. there like that's the big the hugest change i don't know I, I don't know what's happening next um but immediately and you mentioned this before something about king arthur and stuff and um, uh, obviously, you know things, and you're like, "Oh, I need to stop talking." Mm. Damn it! <laughs> but then, when they finally mention by name Merlin, and then take it away in the new version, like I don't know what that means. Well, I feel like I mean, we since he's taken it out, I, I don't feel bad about uh, telling you this. That it seems as though he originally wanted to go in a much more of a King Arthur swords and sorcery direction. Whereas in the new version, basically, as he wrote the later books, he was like, eh, maybe I want to keep it in a little bit more of a sci-fi 
fantasy direction as opposed to uh, like legendary fantasy. So he takes off the Merlin stuff. He takes out the England stuff, and he okay. And then I have no idea what's coming next. Hmm. So um, the other thing is, but but he rewrote this again in two thousand three, uh-huh. right? So he had released. How many other books? He had released books uh, two, three, and four by 2003. And I think everybody, you know, comment uh, if I'm wrong yet again. But I am pretty sure that the re-release of The Gunslinger came right before uh, the book five, Wolves of the Kala. So... Okay. So, huh. because there are a lot of things that are referenced in the new version of the book that come into play in book five, six, and seven. So, uh, oh, I'm so excited! I just want to read it all. I mean, <laughs> I could. I, I think I, I think that's the direction that like, we're going to go. You see the size of this book? It's very small. I could read this in a weekend. <laughs> and it's taken I, me a freaking year. <laughs> I, I think we've decided that, uh, based on our excitement here, that season two of Chapter Brothers is going to be drawing of the three, and it probably it is probably going to be shorter than season one has been. But you know, we're yeah, uh, we we're don't moving need to go into that yeah. much depth. Exactly. Well, I think if we just focus on plot rather than, oh, of course, we're going to talk about the writing as well. But like, of course. But we won't have going the back A to B changes, yeah. In exactly. Uh, so, so every other one going forward is the same. Exactly. The only there one is that changed was the gunslinger. Okay. So far as I know, yeah. I mean, I haven't uh, bought a new copy of Drawing of the Three, though. Maybe I should just to just in case. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Just there might safe. be some typos. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, so yes. The, <laughs> That's not Stephen King's fault, typos. Typos are usually the publisher's faults, mm, right? I mean, it depends on the type of typo you're talking about. Like, grammatical typos <laughs> tend to usually be the author's fault, but I feel like mm. uh, in terms of punctuation or maybe spelling, those can more often be well, the publisher. Well, like, going back to Glamour right there, it's like, that, that wasn't that was a typo on the, the right fault being like oh maybe i shouldn't have cut this out because i haven't actually said glamour at all yet yeah that one confuses me that one <laughs> i feel like they uh they should have left in the original um reference to glamour just so that he can uh still ask the question as opposed to just saying so by the way what is glamour just out of nowhere just <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've been curious about something this whole time what, what is lamp lamp i don't know They're just like random words exactly <laughs> <laughs> Who are the Manny? I've, I've mentioned them a few times, but I've still been afraid to ask. <laughs> hmm. Here's a word you might... <laughs> and this might come in handy later. Hmm. Um, so anyway, Merlin. In any case, so Marilyn, yes. Merlin. Uh, so let me, in that first paragraph, like we said, there have been a bunch of changes uh, added in where I lived poor and unknown in a far land, as opposed to came to me when I lived in a far land. Uh, in Bermuda, probably. Probably. <laughs> going back to his stone. I'm going to Bermuda! <laughs> 21st century is a uh, what is it? Oh, what does he say? It's something like a uh, oh no! And the, he's, this is a medieval mess. Uh, <laughs> what year did uh, Sword and Stone come out? I, I'm trying to remember. 54, I think. Oh, 50s. Okay, yeah. I was way off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I have to know for sure. 1963. I was. We were both 63. Off. Okay. But in any case, so when um, when Stephen King was a kid, yes. 
was probably like a, a movie he loved when he was well, a in his teens, yeah, thirteen year old, yeah, more or less. <laughs> well, we uh, said forty seven, he was born, right? So he would have been fifteen. Yeah. No. 60. 63, 47, 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so, let's see. Far off land. And then he cuts huh. off the whole section where he says, uh, first, uh, a thousand years ago, or five or ten, he came to me in the days before the old ones had yet to cross the sea in a land called England. Cuts off that whole thing and just changes it to he came to me uh, a sheaf of centuries ago. He uh, so a sheaf. sheaf. Well, I, was, uh, I forgot to look that up. Dang it! Uh, I think a They're sheaf like, is uh, like, like a, a sheaf, like surf. No, a, I think a sheaf is like a ream of paper. Sheik? No. Uh, oh, what? Yeah, like basically. Why did I look this up? Uh, a whole bunch of uh, calendar pages. Sheaf. Or like a chief. S h e a f. A sheaf of centuries ago, he imbued me with my duty. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they, it's different. We're reading the new one now. Uh, right. doo, doo, doo. Well, a sheaf of centuries ago is in both versions. Yeah. What, what does it mean? Uh, so a sheaf of papers is a number of them held or fastened together. So in my mind, what I was thinking of is like a whole sheaf of calendar pages ago. Uh, but in this case, a sheaf of centuries oh. ago. So it's just like a, uh, like, like, if I said a dozen eggs, you say like a sheaf of centuries. It's just a Basically. lot of centuries. Yeah. You know? The, yeah. A braise of conies. Yeah. In the, let's see, in... Nah, you didn't get that one. That, uh, that's it was uh, Samwise Gamgee. I'm there. I'm with you. <laughs> there you go. All right. You're with me. <laughs> the technical definition of a sheaf by itself is a bundle of grain stalks laid lengthwise and tied together after reaping. Oh so. yeah! Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. That's it. They Precisely. will come rejoicing. It, they were always singing that on Little House in the Prairie. It was like their fucking go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's play that old jam. <laughs> bringing in the sheaves, banger. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, now I understand. Sheaf is a. A Singular sheaves. Precisely. So, like elf tails. So sheaves are even... A bundle of bundles is a sheaves. True. A sheaf is just a, bu- a bundle of wheat. Exactly, yes. So... Okay. Wow, yeah. I'm sorry it took me so long to get there, but no, my no brain worries. works slow, slowly what, sometimes. This is what deep reading is for. Uh, I guess so. Also, tittered. Tittered is a fun word. Exactly, because I feel uh, like he's he's basically making like uh, like a he's he's doing that like silly little laugh. But B, I feel like he's laughing at his own joke, kind of. Uh, I know something you don't know. That that's what tittered <laughs> makes me think of every well, time. It's even like, more so than that, I feel like this is almost like a "that's what she said" moment because he's saying "you are my climax." So, the, in more oh, ways than one. <laughs> I just made a joke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I'm in, so like slow sometimes, Kevin. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I'm just, like, oh, it's just that's because what he I meant to say. 
<laughs> I'm always looking deeper into the things. But yeah, um, I don't really have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this stranger has uh, blah, blah, Merlin. So, uh, so he also so adds Legion in, in the new one. That's where we're at, right? Uh, not quite yet. So a sheaf of centuries ago, he imbued me with my duty and promised me my reward. Uh, in the original version, it just says, uh, he imbued me with my duty, although there were errands in between my youth and my apotheosis, where in the new version, it says, imbued me with my duty and promised me my reward, although there were many errands in my youth and in the days of my manhood before my apotheosis. You are that apotheosis. You are my climax. So A, he's saying that (laughs) he adds in a reward that he's been promised, and he adds in... uh, Let's see. Although there were many errands. uh, So in the original, he makes it seem like Roland is one of those errands. Whereas in the new version, he makes it seem like Roland is the apotheosis. So Mm. he makes it a little bit more clear. Apotheosis is another word I had to look up again. But um, this is where the book really... (laughs) It's where I noticed... because I'm slow, but uh, that the book has kind of like a mirror, like mm. a beginning and an end to this book. Precisely. And he talked about how the desert was an apotheosis in the beginning. Exactly. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, that is the first time I've seen that word since the very beginning of the book. So it's like, it's kind of cool. And like, where the turning point is, oh, I don't know. I think the turning point is when he met Jake or not even I don't know it's really now hard I'm thinking to say, about yeah. it as a mirror like with the beginning and end and there's like something that happened in the middle that was him saving Jake at that one point and just like realizing that uh, but then he jumps over him and, and again I don't think Jake is dead I really hope we get more Jake Chambers because uh, he's a great character. Mm. Uh, I hope he comes back. I'm, oh man, I'm so Jake. nervous. But yes, uh, <sighs> see, I would say that the turning point would be the prophecy of the Oracle because basically, yes, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Where, actually, yeah, where he saved him that, from that, that point yeah. right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because basically, yeah, and so I it, feel like it's exactly right. The word apotheosis is designed to draw your attention, and it's. It's supposed to be remembered from the very beginning, where it's the Roland kind of feeling this whole deja vu feeling, where he's saying at first, like, it, like one of the first sentences was, it, "The desert was the apotheosis of all deserts," but now he's saying that the gunslinger is the apotheosis, that he is the man in black's apotheosis. So it's well, all the, the apotheosis of his the, the man in black's journey. Exactly, is what's happening right now. It's like you're the apotheosis. That whole oh my gosh, yeah. Which so, means uh, like the ending point, the climax, yeah. like right? Is that the the right uh, definition? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Which is interesting that uh, kind of the at the beginning when he says it was the apotheosis of all deserts that it's almost as saying it's the culmination or the you know the desert of all deserts and like the the platonic ideal of deserts whereas at this point it's more using the like the time term of climax like you are sort of the end of my journey and the culmination the final part so it kind of goes back to our whole like scale like this uh the scale of space versus the scale of time that the man in black Mm -hmm. was kind of referring to so the gunslinger thinks of things in terms of size whereas the man in black thinks of things in terms of time so time yeah oh my gosh 
the fourth dimension, right? Exactly. To to go back to H uh, H G Wells, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, see. Stephen King is blowing my mind. This is all <laughs> I was thinking as I was like reading this whole ending. I'm like, ah, it was so hard for me to, to stop reading. I was like, mm. I have to stop reading because of, I'm not supposed to know what comes next. <laughs> True. Does your version have like a little like uh, a preview chapter of uh, from Drawing of the Three at the end? Um, so you mean my hard copy I have Correct. here? Yeah, uh, there is an afterword that I haven't read yet. Okay. I, the... I, I kept seeing it and I was like, oh, this is actually more pages. We could do one more episode, I think. Hmm. And then, so I think I've mentioned be, it a little bit, but that'll we'll go yeah, into more yeah. detail about it next week. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the the Kindle version that I have has a little uh, preview of drawing of the three at the end. Well, so something something I have known is the name of the next book, is True. the drawing of the three, because I had to borrow it from Darren. I haven't even cracked you know the first page yet. I was mm. like, that's there. Save it for next. That, time. I'm going to let that sit exactly, um, and I'll get to it in a minute. Um, but anyway. What I was anyway. going to say is just the title. We're, we're about to get to the title because that's going to come up in a second, right? Very true. Um, Let me just get uh, through the last bits of changes. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. So uh, in the original, it says, this stranger has no name, question mark. Oh, he is named. And the new version, it says, and this stranger, does he have a name? So it's a little bit, instead of going with like a double negative or uh, this stranger has no name saying, and this stranger, does he have a name? It's a little bit more grammatically clear, I would say. Basically the same way that uh, he uh, in the new version, Stephen King defines what apotheosis means. Uh, Mm. So then he says, what is his name? Legion, as opposed to what is his name? Uh, Marilyn. And now we're going back to beginning, at the very beginning when we were uh, tracking all those uh, uh, Bible references. Uh, His name is Legion. Uh, That is actually a direct quote from uh, Mark 5, verse 9. Uh, basically, G- yeah, basically, uh, Jesus is going up to a, let's see, uh, and when he had, and when he was come out of the ship immediately, there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and, and no man could bind him. No, not with chains because that he had often been bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken into pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar, he ran and Worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice, "What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not." For he said unto him, "Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit." And he asked him, "What is thy name?" And he answered, saying, "My name is Legion, for we are many." So basically, in the origin in the Bible, Jesus is full on exercising a demon whose name is Legion out of this man, and then he casts. Later on, he casts this Legion demon into a herd of pigs that then run off a cliff. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Didn't realize that was a Bible reference at all. Indeed. But, uh, okay. So, but the important thing is that the Legion 
that he says instead of Merlin, like it's a huge change. Oh yeah. Now so, I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking of demons and not like a kindly wizard. <laughs> precisely. Yeah. I feel like this is also very intentional. 1982 Stephen King was kind of going with the older, the darker version of Merlin, who is sort of like a chaotic neutral if if you will trickster who's uh might not necessarily be good or evil but then i feel like because of movies like the sword in the stone merlin has become much more of sort of a a chaotic good force that seems to be much more positive so instead stephen king is going like oh no this is full on on evil on the scale of wizard Uh (laughs) uh let's talk about some wizards uh where would i would put where would you put Gandalf and uh, oh jeez well we did Saruman and Radagast but um, really the, the one I was thinking of is uh, Rasputin would you call Rasputin a wizard oh I mean if we're going with the the pop culture version of weird. Rasputin in which he is an actual wizard as opposed to the actual person who was a real guy uh, I feel like the pop culture version of Rasputin I would say would probably be chaotic evil I would say uh, uh with Gandalf. Gandalf, Gandalf I would say I would say neutral good because he is fighting neutral for good. he's fighting for the restoration of law and order right and things, but he will use chaotic means to get there. Whereas I feel like uh Saruman is lawful neutral. So he he started mm. off as lawful good, but then he switched to lawful evil. So yeah, maybe no, I take that back. He's lawful evil. Uh, just lawful evil. He's full on evil, yeah, because he yeah. he goes on to Sauron's side. He, well, he uh, does a journey of... yeah. He of, goes for a journey from lawful, he was good. lawful good to then he switches to lawful neutral when Saruman is kind of corrupting his mind to saying that no, the, the end of all things is inevitable, so you might as well be on the winning side. So then he switches to lawful evil when he starts breeding the Urukai and these things that are going to destroy all of uh, Middle-earth and go, starts uh, destroying all the trees of that area of uh, the outside I'm outskirts gonna of Rohan. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pause you for a second because that's a talk for another podcast. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're getting off topic. Hey, so let's, uh, let's get back. What, you're I'm the sorry, one who brought wizard, yeah, when uh, talking wizards, about wizards into this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, he did. It said Merlin right true. here in this book, but it doesn't say it in your book. Yeah. Radagast, I would say, is definitely chaotic good. Uh... Because I feel like he's the guy with the, with the with the bird poop on him, and he's uh, you know talking to various woodland creatures. Yeah, so Catechid is the top rate. Uh yes, I think so. If, if <laughs> I'm still trying to understand top, this whole Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Are, are, you guys are doing one this Friday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I haven't gotten to DM my first campaign yet, so I'll uh, let you know one way or the other. If uh, uh, I've, I've never, I think I did it back in the early '90s with like uh, my buddy Tom Green. Oh, really? And like he was he was trying to explain it to me, and I was just like, I don't understand this. Oh. I, was like, I just want to. I just want to go throw a baseball outside. Like I was, I was more into sports and stuff. True. But, but you do now love math. I'm getting. I'm getting geeky in my old age. So. Exactly. <laughs> hey, when, when the body fails, everybody comes to my side. <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew you'd come back eventually. <laughs> I like to sit over here and read books by myself. And you're like, oh, wait, I like to sit and read books, too. I was <laughs> I the kid sitting off, off to, a, to the side reading books by himself, going all the way back to grammar school. <laughs> yeah, I was the kid playing in the baseball game. Exactly. And, and but in any case, so back to, <laughs> anyway, uh, back back to, to the King. gunslinger. <laughs> so my name is Legion. Uh, and then, oh, no, his name is Legion. Uh, big distinction. Um, so the man in black said softly, somewhere in the distance where the mountains lay, a rock slide punctuated the words, and a puma screamed like a woman. So just whispering this word of Legion has caused a literal avalanche elsewhere. Uh, and a little bit but, of a, okay. a blue change. Hold he on, hyphenated rock slide as opposed to... And rock slide. Mm. Hyphenated it? I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, and the original rock slide was just one word, no hyphen, and then in the new version, it's hyphenated. Yeah. Um, so pumas and cougars are the same thing. It just is uh, depends on what area they're from. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Something, something like that. I'm pretty sure it's the same. Like a woman. <laughs> uh, I was looking up like uh, puma sounds, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Look it up and just like listen to it real All quick. Right. <laughs> like cats, cats make very interesting sounds. You have a um, cat, Kevin. I do. I have and two cats. There have been dog. times where I've accidentally kind of. It's like, uh, what is that sound? Like that sounds like almost human. Oh yeah, there have been times when I've stepped on one of my cat's tails and they scream like bloody murder. So Meow. yeah. Wow. Um, the guy who used to live downstairs, Chris, is. Uh, good dude. Uh, his two cats are um, oh, Cheeto cats. Mm. Beautiful. And uh, but the sounds they make are like you are like speaking to me right now. They're like, ah, ah, ah. like, like mm. whoa, what is happening? There are times Freaking when cats. Bowie will like look at me as I'm <laughs> standing in the kitchen. And he's like, ow, ow. and I think he's literally trying to say my name, but that might also just be cat or no craziness. But uh, well, our our cat totally says. Mama mm. to Liz, like, and doesn't say it to me, George. Like, he, he looks at me like, whatever. You're, <laughs> you're the guy with the dog over there, but he goes, Mama, Mama, and like, Liz, like, he's talking to me. <laughs> so, cats have a way of communicating. It's they incredible. I never had a cat, Kevin, growing up. It's Until true. Recently. Yeah, we grew up, and I remember like uh, Pete always hated cats and fish. Yeah, we had fish. fish. We were a fish family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely had that we fish tank when I was really little. Yeah. in this house. You're all a pet. Mm. You know, you want a pet? Here's a younger brother over there. Go, yeah, go, go play with him. Teach him some stuff. Yeah, keep each other busy. <laughs> you want a dog? There's a, there's a baby. Go mm. hang out with the baby. <laughs> you want to go take a walk? Take your brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay, now I'm uh, what listening. Are we up to? Hold on, I'm listening oh, to the you're sound listening of a to cougar. <laughs> yep, nothing there. Hold on. Whoa. Okay. Okay, that's that's a scream. Uh, I was startled there. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's. Sort Did of you a, record that on your end? Uh, well, I mean, I, I didn't hear. I don't want to. I don't want to use anybody <laughs> else's audio or uh, you know get in trouble for using uh, content that isn't ours. So I'll just mimic it. It's it's more of a wow. Kevin, wow. Kevin, we've been reading a wow. Oh, I got it. Hmm. Oh yes, I, I know what you mean now. Yeah. Yes, I, I do got it. True, I feel like since like, we've I'm been going it in into my so head, much... I'm not. Yeah, my poor. Yeah, no, it's, it's more than that. 
Yeah, it's, it's higher pitched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's higher than I can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure yeah, I would, I would describe that as a scream. Yeah. Uh, so particularly and a rock slide. Yeah, rock slide. So, so rock slides are big things, you know. Oh yeah, definitely very and dangerous. So do you think the puma? It was. It was the word caused the rock slide, and then the puma screeched because there's a freaking rock slide coming at me. Or yeah. did the puma hear the Ooh, word good legion? Question. Or, hmm. <laughs> Let's go into the book. Uh, a rock slide punctuated his words, and a puma screamed like a woman. So I feel like the word order makes me think and. that makes me think that the puma actually got hit by the rock slide, which is making it scream. But it's not necessarily saying that. It's just it also screamed. So I don't know. Well, is the puma supposed to be like Susan Delgado? Like awful. Uh, yeah. mm. That might be a bit of a stretch. Scream like a woman. Mm. Uh, yeah, everything's a stretch at this point because I Very don't know true. what's coming next. Very true. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that, it's, it, it's, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a swing <laughs> that uh, Roland's true love was turned into a puma that was hiding out, waiting for this conversation between him and the man in black. But I like where your head's at. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fan fiction. Fan Why fiction, not? exactly. If the, ma- <laughs> the Man in Black was uh, that original fish that first walked on the land and uh, Susan Delgado got turned into a puma. Why not? This We're, we're, we're ratcheting up oh, the fantasy level on this story. All right. Tiktalik and Puma. Mm. There we go. That's the name of the cartoon that we're going to make. Exactly. And the <laughs> uh, who was being hunted by the Kuvian night soldier. <laughs> Kuvian? Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, hang on, let me find it again. There was that one thing oh, where uh, something was as silent as a Kuvian night soldier, and that it was that was uh, one of the things go. that Stephen King took out from the new version. Where he's like, "What the hell is this? This isn't anything." <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll bring back all the stuff from the old book that got like erased. Exactly, I love it. <laughs> Aileen and Merlin. Okay, Merlin comes up in the next section too. Mm. The gunslinger shivered and the man in black flinched. Yet I do not think that is what you wish to ask, either. It is not your nature to think so far ahead. The gunslinger knew the question. It had gnawed him all this night, and he thought for years before it trembled on his lips, but he didn't ask it. Not yet. (laughs) The stranger, this, this Merlin, is a minion of the tower like yourself? much greater than I, it has been given to him to live backward in time. He darkles, he tinks, he is in all times, yet there is one greater than he. Who? The beast, the man in black whispered fearfully, the keeper of the tower, the originator of all glamour. Okay, I'm going to stop right there, because I know there's so many changes. Yes, indeed. So we've got some major major subtractions there, some major red changes. So first off... Okay, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. like, okay, the first thing that pops out in my mind in, in reading that whole section is he darkles, he tinks. Mm. I and, love that. And I think that's kept... I think that's kept uh, in the in the new version. That is in Darkles that is in both versions. Yes. Okay, so that's before we get to changes. I just want to like focus on that mm. because I I looked it up and then I didn't look it up. And I was like, oh no no no! It was like spoilers. It was like there's like all types of things. Um, 
but this is what's going on is that you can travel through time and be in multiple times so when dark okay okay mm-hmm. tinks tincture right like, that means like a darkness of a like a iodine tincture is what i think of i can time. see that i think of that um hmm. So there, and then darkles and tinks like you're becoming darker because you're losing the light and like let there be light is also a um, a thing that was said just before indeed <laughs> oh my gosh I'm sorry I'm just like no 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 keep going it's brainstorm spouting off with the mouth yeah. lageria it's called it's, you just keep talking and talking and talking until uh, you make a point. Um, Makes sense. He darkles, he tinks, he's in all times, yet there is one greater than he. So, like, there's a lot of time travel going on, and this ageless stranger, Merlin, ageless, yeah. is able able to go through different times and different places. All right, Kevin, t- talk to me about the changes. I, I need to stop talking. No worries. Um, so, let's <laughs> see. Uh, actually, let me double check. Yes, okay, so the Ageless, he is still referred to as the Ageless Stranger uh, in both versions, so definitely that part is uh, consistent. But when later on where he says, the Stranger, uh, the Stranger, this Merlin, is a minion of the Tower like yourself, this is changed to, this Stranger is a minion of the Tower like yourself. And... Uh, so crossing off the word Marilyn every time we see it, and then yeah. uh, instead of much greater than I, he just says Yar. So again with the the pirate language, mm-hmm. Yar. Yeah. Uh, which and also it's interesting that he doesn't compare himself to this ageless stranger. He just says he is like myself, Yar. Uh, he darkles, he tinks, he is in all times, yet there is one greater than he. Who? Ask me no more. He just cuts off all that part about the beast and being the guardian yeah. of the tower, who is the origin of all glamour. Uh, that the whole thing is completely taken out. The all glamour. The originator of and, all and, glamour. And those, okay, so these words are in italics. Darkles, right. tinks, and glamour are all in italics in the original. Yes, but not I think in the new version. Uh, Darkles and Tinks. Well, a lot of them uh, are taken out, like completely. Actually, Darkles and Tinks are still italicized, uh, but okay. but he does take out where he's talking about glamour later on because he takes out the beast entirely. Uh, so very interesting that instead of being like, okay, first you have to fight the ageless stranger, then outside the tower you got to fight the beast, and then inside, and then at some point, not sure if the beast is this and then yeah. that, and the, uh, yeah. world one, world two, world three. It's like exactly. we're in Mario, you yeah. know. Like, uh, there is a crimson <laughs> king, but I'm not quite this. so sure where he is. Whereas in the new version, it's the he, he talks about the crimson king, but I don't think he says anything about it. Um, Again, again, uh, this is the man in black speaking. Correct. If I was Roland, I'd be like, I'm not going to believe anything you have to say because you're all about uh, uh, lies and uh, misconstructions and, like, falsehoods. True. We we do only have his own word that enemies are more honest than your friends. So the man in black could very well have said, look how honest I'm being. I'm being super honest. Now I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you just like it is. It's like, oh sure, yeah, I'm gonna 
unreliable narrator. I don't like you. <laughs> now it's so crazy because but I've been chasing this enemy for the whole book. Yeah, true. <laughs> now, when I first read this in high school, I or no seventh grade whatever age I was, uh, you know, after 11 years old, I definitely just took the man in black at his word as saying, oh, yeah, enemies are more truthful than your friends. That makes total sense. So, yes, every word you say here is gospel. But uh, now that I'm an older person, yes, I would agree that some of this might be, need to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. Maybe if I was 12 reading this and was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, this must be true. And like, But now I'm a 43-year-old man. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah, believe what don't you have to you. say. <laughs> But I, I will listen. Because mm. you know, even it's like anything- talking to somebody who who has like a differing political view, you're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to what you have to say, but mm, I don't know if I believe what you say. You're or, not going to affect but, what and, I and, yeah. do, do I really want to get in an argument with you? No. no. I'm just going to just listen here quietly and move on. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what this is what we're talking about with the uh, white lies, where it's, uh, I might not be, I might just sort of like agree with what you're saying, but that's really just because I don't want to cause an argument here. The This, you know, ultimate truth that oh, uh, yeah. the man in black is talking about of uh, truth between enemies and equals is really just the truth that people who are argumentative believe in that oh well you're only telling the truth if you're 100% agree with me then that's not I feel like that's not really telling the truth that's just sort of I don't know that's being confrontational in my point of view yeah no you absolutely nailed it that's mm. a, <laughs> it's the, and, the and ultimate are, truth we, of internet rules yeah i, I love roland mm. so much like he's totally who i would be in this situation it's like i'm just gonna listen to what you have to say yeah just my own yeah. i'm my own castle black keep <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. My, oh, no, that's good. <laughs> but, yeah, so Tarkles and Tinks, who cuts out the whole thing about the beast, and then... So, ask me no more, the man in black cried. His voice aspired to sternness and crumbled into beseechment. I know not. I do not wish to know. To speak of the things of Endworld is to speak of the ruination of one's own soul. And beyond the age of the stranger is the tower, and whatever the tower contains, yes whispered the man in black, but none of these things are what you wish to ask true. So, uh, go back to the original. Uh, mm. There's definitely some changes oh in gosh. there. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Ask me no more? Does he cut out yeah, all the beast no stuff? More. Yeah. Ask me no more, the man in black cried. His voice aspired to sternness and crumbled into beseechment. I know not. I do not wish to know. To speak of the beast is to speak of the ruination of one's own soul. Before it, Merlin is as I am to him. And beyond the beast is the tower. And whatever the tower contains, yes, whispered the man in black. But none of these things are what you wish to ask. So basically, true. yeah, we took out okay, the beast th- in that's both. That's what we're stopping at true because, uh, yes, took we out the beast. We got to change after that as well. But yes. So, yeah, uh, that's why we're stopping there. <laughs> yeah. So, But true is not in quotes. True. Yeah. In the new version, true is just, oh, yeah, in both versions, actually, true is just it's Roland's in, internal monologue. No one yeah. said it. it uh, okay. Or mm, is it the omniscient narrator's? I mean, dialogue, like, who's to say which is which? Maybe Roland well, is the narrator. We, we, we said this. Obje- objective, right? First person. Um, subject. Ob- uh, mm. Close third person, like I think, is the what limited, we were going with. Limited, limited yeah. Limited? 
limited third person? I think that's what it's called. Basically, uh, yeah. Where just, we see Roland's just thoughts, but we don't really true. see anybody else. Yeah, just says true. Hmm. So at that point, so he took out to speak of the beast is to speak of the ruination of one's own soul. New version is to speak of the things in end world is to speak of the ruination of one's own soul. End world. So you talked about in world and middle world. In world, mid world, world, end world. Yeah. So basically, I think we established that when Roland was born, that was in world. Uh, Where Roland is heading uh, after the uh, events of this book, he's going towards mid world and then past mid-world is end-world and where we can assume the Dark Tower and the end game of all of this whole quest is going to be. Uh, so, Ruination of okay, One's So that's a huge change and that's change. a foreshadowing of like books to come mm. which I don't know. Correct. <laughs> uh, clearly these are references to like signposts. Yeah. Right? Signposts. Not, so not only does he change the, the beast out, he also takes out before it, glamour is as I am to him. So, again, crossing mm, off glamour. any sentence that has well, uh, Marilyn in it. But, but this time, instead of changing... Uh, Marilyn to um, Angel Stranger Legion. This time he changed it to. What did you say? Um, I said uh, glamour. Right? Is that the word you said? I may have misspoke. What I meant to say was, uh, so the original says, before it, Marilyn is as I am to him. And the new version, it says... It says in the original. That's the original. The new version just says, uh, to speak of the... Oh, yeah, it just crosses that whole sentence out. uh, It says red change. Yeah, exactly. Red change. And then, uh, let's see, beyond the angelist stranger is the tower and whatever the tower contains, as opposed to, and beyond the beast is the tower and whatever the tower contains. So, much more direct, I guess. Instead of A leads to B, leads to C, leads to the tower, it's just A Mm -hmm. is the ageless stranger. At some point, there's the Crimson King. Ageless stranger leads to the tower. So it's not as much of an ABC kind of plot. But there's zero beast. No beast. In the new version. Took out the beast entirely. Poor Kelsey Grammer. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. McCoy. Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy. (laughs) But back on target. Uh, Yeah. So yes, uh, if you want to continue. True. So it just says true, and and like to me, what that is like true. Now we're getting to the question that he wanted to ask before. Exactly we the ultimate question, and that ultimate right. question is different in the two versions. Well, that's weird. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> so why don't you go ahead from the, the from the original? Here's the original. All right. Well, he says, all right. All right, the gunslinger said, and then asked the world's oldest questions. Do I know you? Have I seen you somewhere before? Yes. Where? The gunslinger leaned forward urgently. This was a question of his destiny. The man in black clapped his hands to his mouth and giggled through them like a small child. Ah, I think you know. Where? He was on his feet. His hands had dropped to the worn butts of his guns. Not with those, Gunslinger. Those don't. Those do not open doors. Those only close them forever. Where? The Gunslinger reiterated. <laughs> must I give him a hint? The man in black asked the darkness. I believe I must. 
He looked at the gunslinger with eyes that burned. There was a man who gave you advice, he said. Your teacher? Yes, court. The gunslinger interrupted impatiently. The advice was to wait. It was bad advice. For even then, Martin's plans against your father had proceeded. And when your father returned, he was killed, the gunslinger said emptily. And when he turned and looked, Martin was gone, gone west. Yet there was a man in Martin's entourage, a man who affected the dress of a monk and the shaven head of a penitent. Walter, the gunslinger whispered, you, you're not Martin at all. You're Walter. I'm going to stop right there. Because mm. I want I want you to tell me what's different to that point. So from that point on, it is just a sea of red, orange, blue, and green. I mean, uh, red, orange, blue, and yellow. The, the, the man in black tittered at your service. She's... I ought to kill you now. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll stop right there. Yeah. At your service. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to finish with that. <laughs> you can't leave out any, any titter. <laughs> because it's tittered. Basically, like, the man in black is just this, like, kind of, like, he does seem, like, sort of, like, uh, a silent movie villain at this point. It's like, he's twirling his mustache as he's tying Jake to the train uh-huh. tracks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, very, like, this whole kind of, uh, this um, ultimate, like, platonic ideal that I keep going back to of the gunslinger as this ultimate, like, knightly hero and the man in black is this, you know, trickster villain who uh, has this high-pitched tittery voice and his sardonic sense of humor and all. I just, I, I love just the, like, the purity of just that kind of image. And I feel like you're coming at me with this whole, maybe the gunslingers are the bad guys. Maybe uh, the gunslinger and the man in black are the same person. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thought process that you've got coming into it is much more kind of intellectual, I guess, than I ever did uh, the first time I was reading it. It was all very much black and white, good guy, va- good guy, bad guy, lawful good, chaotic evil. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's not something you learn to, until later on. Exactly, whole, I feel like um, that's very much li- board and everything. Yeah. yeah, one of my uh, college professors uh, said, uh, "College isn't about uh, teaching you facts or skills. College is teaching teach. College is all about teaching you how to think and how to think critically." So I feel like that's something that definitely comes with age. So I would definitely agree that coming back to it later on, I'm, I'm thinking about this whole book much differently than I ever did before. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a guy about teaching science and um, the difference between middle school, high school, and um, college is uh, three levels of science. And middle school is observational. Mm. High school is experiential, and then college is uh, evidential. Mm. You know, so it goes from like. Just like looking at science and like, oh, this, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That, that's great. That's a flower. That's a bird. In high school, it's like, it's like, oh, actually, we're gonna take that thing and we're gonna like mm-hmm. burn it, and we're gonna or we're gonna grow it, or we're gonna we're gonna experiment or with these it. things yeah. and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, really get in there and like and see it for yourself. Mm. And then college is taking the the, th- the things that you've learned in the past, and now you're. <laughs> that's the problem with science sometimes well and the great thing with science it's where it separates people because it's like okay this is actually super boring <laughs> it takes a long time to watch but we're gonna sit and see how how much this plant grows and like 
take down data. We're going to look at fruit flies and, and see which ones. But here's the thing. They have to reproduce and form a new brood before we can actually see what the uh, offspring are. Exactly. Like, Tracking the generation. Unexpected. Or that's exactly what was expected because that one had white eyes and this one had red eyes. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, a three to one ratio. Cool. And they bonnet squares <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Ah. Sorry, I'm going off base. No, 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 uh, totally why, right. What? <laughs> yeah, that, but I feel like that's, I feel, I, I just wanted to point out, like, not only the individual facts of what's changed uh, or anything, but I feel like the thing that maintains uh, is just sort of like the themes and the the idea sort of of Man in Black and Roland as sort of being two sides of the same coin, like... Like exactly like what you're saying, observational, experiential, and evidential. Like observational is just reading the words on the page and accepting them as is. Uh, Experiential Mm -hmm. is kind of okay. So maybe I had like looking into like deeply, more deeply into the text of saying like, okay, maybe this character is lying. We don't know, or maybe uh, what these what Roland assumed was always true might not be true, and then evidential we're going okay so here is the new version as compared to the old version what has changed what's the same and we're come like take keep holding it within its own context kind of and saying okay so 2003 stephen king made these changes so what things must have changed over time for him personally in his writing style or in the dark tower so i feel like the all of those uh, stages are i feel like uh relevant to our discussion here so yeah i would agree yeah i I, I 100% agree and it's like where you are at that stage in your life when you read something it's it's always going to be different exactly you know? but cool. in any case so back to the changes anyway so, back to back book. to the world's oldest question in the original he was saying do I know you uh, have I seen you before and then the new version he says will I succeed will I win through if I answered that question, Gunslinger, you'd kill me. I ought to kill you. You need killing. His hands drop to the worn butts <laughs> of his guns. Those do not open doors, Gunslinger. They only close them forever. Where must I go? So, mm-hmm. A, the cha- the entire question has changed from who are you to will I win? So, I feel like that completely changes the Gunslinger's kind of state of mind of what he's been thinking about this whole quest. So, in the original, he's been thinking about will who I is succeed, the man in black. Will I win? Will I win through? Yeah. Is that what he says? Exactly. Okay, so, in yeah. the original, he, he's he been following the man in black, wondering That's who is so this guy that I've been following. That, exactly. Like, couldn't be more different. Could not be more different. <laughs> oh my gosh. In the new version, <laughs> the question that he's been thinking about this whole time, will I win? So it becomes much more the gunslinger thinking that he's much less sure of himself. He's much less like confident as to the whole point of this quest anymore. So there is a change that I really disagree with. And this yeah. change goes will back I to... succeed? Will I win through? Or do I know you? Have I seen you somewhere before? Like, I like the old version exactly. better than that one. This, yeah. this goes back to that change that I hated at the very beginning of the book, the 19 note, where that he signs Martin uh, Walter Redim. So, mm-hmm. so well, that, that buries the lead. Buries right? the lead. Well, I mean, not even buries the lead. I feel like it gives away what this main question was at the beginning of the book in the new version. Now, so he doesn't care who Walter is anymore because he already knows. I remember saying that way back in Toll. Yeah. Right? it was like signed Walter Redim. Like. Walter Odin, what does that mean? 
Yeah. And like this name doesn't matter from, anymore because you knew it from the beginning of the book. That was that, that was a change, right? But it didn't say that in the original. In the right? original yeah. there was no note. Yeah. There was no note. Yeah. yeah. It was just whatever, things are happening. Yeah, so, he like, didn't uh, the Man Black didn't leave a signed note for Roland to find. He just he he left a guy that he had brought back from the dead. That is message enough. Let me let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you need. It's like, oh, a guy was brought back from the dead. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm on the I'm on the trail. Uh, this, <laughs> I know that this guy. definitely looks like the man of black's work, yeah. He was spinning on him and doing this weird jig dance over him. Yeah, that sounds like my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name, but I'm just following him, because whatever. Was he dressed in black? Uh, yep, uh, that sounds like the man in black. <laughs> oh, he was in black, like a, a preacher, because he, he was described that way. Exactly, that he right? was wearing Earlier? a cassock and a hood and all. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's different. And when you say a man in black, it sounds like a guy wearing a black suit. He's wearing a cassock, yeah. a, like a like a priest right? exactly yeah he's got but a whole priestly robes yeah uh-huh. so where must i go start west go to the sea where the world ends mm-hmm. is where you must begin there was a man there who gave go. you advice the man you bested long ago yes court so instead of uh who are you okay uh, and then he phrases it in terms of court, this man that gave you advice court and then blah 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 uh instead now it's it's he repurposes some of the same words and so in this case instead of saying now it's will i succeed yada yada where must i go Wait. becomes uh how must i succeed yeah i just realized something go ahead because I've, I've read this now, like, so many times. <laughs> it's a freaking section. Um, I didn't realize... Wait, is he going to court now? Like, is court still alive? Like, is he... Or, or is it, we're talking about flashbacks and stuff. He's going to the... Oh, no. That's not true. Well, that's I another think, fan I fiction that I'd like. Hmm. <laughs> of course. I mean... Um, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, court. So the advice was to wait. That was bad advice. For he, even then... Was ki- oh, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, f- uh, for even so, then, so, so wait, wait, wait. Okay. I just, I just want to like finish that thought. Mm. Court is dead, just like everybody else from his old lands. Pretty sure Court's dead. Yeah. They're, they're all dead. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I just wanted to like close that thought. I, I was like, maybe Court's still alive. Is <laughs> Court the Man in Black? <laughs> is Court oh, the Crimson King? Like the Man in Black. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. We're just gonna anyway. Let's talk about Stephen Deshane. We were going to talk about Stephen Deshane, right? So here, it's like there's there's only a few like words here and there that are actually the same from both versions. So um, no, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference that happens right here. Yes, indeed. And um, one was that Roland was sent away, and the other one was that Roland was at home, and when his, his father, father came away. back, yes, his 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 father was sent, right, right. Like we don't need to like say it verbatim. That's the difference. Well. There's a couple of other changes. So, for even then, right, the original, for even then, Martin's plans against your father had proceeded. In the new version, for even then, my plans against your father had proceeded. Mm. So, uh, that, that's, that's a big okay. change. So, so, Martin and Walter are the same person. He just, like, shape-shifted. He's like, oh, Martin went west, and Walter is me. 
Well, let's let's. I don't think we've technically gotten there yet. Um, so <laughs> I did before. Well, <laughs> true, you did. You not you, with the new uh, one. Not the, with the new the, one. Yes, in the original, there was a man in in Martin's entourage, a man who affected the dress of a monk with the shaven head of a penitent, Walter. The gunslinger whispered, "You, you're not Martin at all. You're Walter at your service." So in the new version, he says, "Ah." Let's see. Uh, from my plans against your father had proceeded. He sent you away, and when you return, I'd not hear you speak of that, the gunslinger said. And in his mind, he heard his mother singing, Baby bunting, baby deer, baby bring your basket here. Oh, that's right. Then hear this. Sorry. When you returned, Martin had gone west to join the rebels. So all said anyway, and so you believed. Yet, he, had le- he and a certain witch had left a trap, and you fell into it. Good boy. And although Martin was long gone by then, there was a man who sometimes made you think of him, was there not? A man who affected the dress of a monk and the shaven head of a penitent. Walter, uh, the gunslinger whispered, and although he had come so far in his musings, the bald truth still amazed him. You, Martin, never left at all. So in the original, he, in the original, Walter is not Martin. In the new version, Walter is Martin. So totally 360. Martin. Yeah, a total yeah. 180, I should say. So, uh, yeah, one eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, exactly. That's so much different so than much different. the original. Like, because I I kept reading the original, and today was the first day that I actually like read the new one, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's different. Yeah, that's like so different. Oh my goodness! Exactly. So Walter is Martin. He's just like able to like shape shift kind his. Of? Uh, yeah. I guess Darkle and Tinked. Glamour, yeah. Glamour. So well, basically, he, he, he shakes. He shakes a rabbit out. He, uh, we're about to get some, some tobacco out some of his tobacco sleeve, out of his sleeve that Roland cannot resist. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. But oh I feel gosh. like. So I feel like. <laughs> I, fe- I felt like Roland at that moment. I was like, oh, well, "We're good. We're yeah. going to get to that in a minute." But, anyway, <laughs> but, but yeah, going back, about? going back to the whole nineteen note. I feel like I. I mean, I, I feel like it's a little bit better that I like I'll just say I like it better when uh, Roland has been going after this man this whole time that he assumed would be Martin that Martin got away uh, before the fall of Gilead and everything whereas in the new version uh, Martin went away but then he came back shapeshifted into a new person who referred to himself as Walter and um Mm. In some ways, almost, it seems as though Walter might be his name more actually than Martin ever was. So maybe he came back more as himself. Or, yeah, he's the, the man with no name, mm. you know, right? Is that Clint Eastwood's whole thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the man with no name, uh, which is interesting because the that character was the inspiration uh, the for Roland, yeah, to be, not the man yeah, in black, yeah. but then <laughs> kind of subverting the whole thing. Um, so yeah, the so basically that whole uh, kind of rearranging of that whole thing, or the only things that are the same is Martin went with went west, and yet there was a man. Uh, but you're Walter. You're Walter. Uh, I'll just kill you now. Actually, do you want to read? Sure. You, you read, Kev. 
So uh, from the new from the new guy from the new version, uh, that would hardly be fair. Besides, all of that was long ago. Now times th- comes the time of sharing. You never left. The gunslinger repeated, stunned. You only changed. Sit. The man of black invited. I'll tell you stories as many as you would hear. Your own stories, I think, will take much longer. So why don't you read that section from the original? Oh my gosh, sweet. Come on, that was totally different. Totally different. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start it after your Walter. And Walter is in italics. Mm-hmm. Is that is that where we're at? Yeah, exactly. That would hardly be fair. After all, it was I who delivered Martin into your hands three years later when... And you've controlled me? In some ways, yes, but no more, Gunslinger. Now comes the time of sharing. Then, in the morning, I will cast the runes. Dreams will come to you, and then your real quest must begin. Walter, the Gunslinger repeated, stunned. Sit, the man in black invited. I tell you my story. Yours, I think, will be much longer. So- I don't talk of myself. Are we stopping there? Yeah. So, A changed, basically, in the original version, Walter is a separate person from Martin, and also, in the original version, the gunslinger seemed like he killed Martin years ago. I'm very confused, yeah. Yeah. Well, dying doesn't matter in this world of this book, it seems. In some ways, yeah. Jake got run over by a car, Uh so we saw that. (laughs) Mm. Oh, Jake. I miss Jake. Poor Jake. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with my stepson because... <laughs> anyway. That's nice. Moving on. But yes. So, <laughs> no, yeah, totally. So, the let's see. In, besides all that was long ago, instead of... Uh, uh, instead of, I was the one who uh, delivered Martin into your hands though, so many years ago. and could, So, took out the whole part about, uh, then you've controlled yeah, me. Back to the points. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, th- there were some weird things that I said in there. The mm-hmm. casting the runes. Yes, casting the runes. That, that, did that get taken away? That was taken out, yeah. There are no more runes. Oh, all right. Now no it's runes. just all about stories instead of runes. So I feel like it goes into kind of what Stephen King thinks is the true magic, is the runes instead of just the magic words and the magic ratings. I mean, the, the, well, stories, his, the stories are the important love, part. True. Hmm? Sure. Mm-hmm. His love for Tolkien. True. True, yeah, Tolkien right. is another uh, big guy of runes and all. True, the, the, the dwarven Lots map with the, the secret things that can only be seen by moonlight. Mm-hmm. So this next part is pretty much the same. To find yeah. the tower is my purpose. Wait, wait, did I go too far? Uh, I mean, uh, if you want to skim this part. Yeah, this one's a little bit more call, call and answer at this point, where he's saying, uh, your own story will take much longer. Um, then Kevin, re- read it from the, from the new one. Sure. Do it. Okay. Let's do it justice, because this is really... And we're getting to the end. It's Weird. fine. Fair enough. I, don't I think it's myself, fine. The gunslinger muttered. Then yet tonight you must, so that we may understand. Understand what? My purpose? You know that. To find the tower is my purpose. I'm sworn. Not your purpose, gunslinger. You, not your purpose, gunslinger. Your mind. Your slow, plodding, tenacious mind. There has never been one quite like it in all the history of the world. Perhaps in the history of creation. This is the time of speaking. This is the time of histories. Then speak. 
The man in black shook the voluminous arm of his robe. A foil-wrapped package fell out and caught in the dying embers in its many reflective folds. Tobacco gunslinger, would you, would you smoke? He had been able to resist the rabbit, but he could not resist this. He opened the foil with eager fingers. There was fine crumbled tobacco inside and green leaves to wrap it in, amazingly moist. He had, never, he had not seen such tobacco for ten years. He rolled two cigarettes and bit off the ends of each to release the flavor. He offered one to the man in black, who took it. Each of them took a burning twig from the fire. The gunslinger lit his cigarette and drew the aromatic smoke deep into his lungs, closing his eyes to concentrate the senses. He blew out with long, slow satisfaction. Is it good? The man in black inquired. Yes, very good. Enjoy it. It may be the last smoke you have for a very long time. The gunslinger took this impassively. Very well. To begin, then. You understand that the tower has always been, and there all there have always been boys who know it, know of it, and lust for it more than riches or women. Boys who look for doors that lead to it. So, the only change oh. in that whole section that I uh, saw was at that last sentence where it adds in boys who look for doors that lead to it. So now we know that maybe Roland might not just be walking on an uninterrupted path, that maybe there are doors that are shortcuts from one place to another. Uh, oh, tunnels, oh if you will. So that's, a, that's a yellow. Yellow that's change. A yellow edition, right? Mm-hmm. Yellow change is uh, boys who look for the doors that lead to it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, first of all, let's have a cigarette. Yes. Well, I mean, if you would like to, go nuts. <laughs> Personally, not a smoker. Right, but I, should, I should probably quit myself, but man, tobacco is fine. It makes me feel good. And this, our, our dad smokes cigarettes, and he still does, you know? Mm. It's true. <laughs> he, he's still alive, and mom died to cancer, so, like, shit. What does it matter? <laughs> you never know. You never know. That's what it all comes down to. Anyway. Right? point is is addiction addiction is what's happening right here true addiction he, is being invoked he, he was like he was like oh i i can't yes i could i could resist the meat cool i can kill a rabbit he kills a bunch of rabbits on the way he's like i don't eat rabbit i don't have tobacco mm. you have that for me particularly that's the this, thing that i need yeah this very fresh you know? tobacco he hasn't seen in years but exactly that uh i you're exactly right that uh, the idea of addiction is being invoked here right as he right before he mentions that no right right after he mentions that uh his purpose is the tower and that uh, he's been sworn. So we're putting this idea of addiction and quest right next to each other. So mm-hmm. kind of uh, so, uh, two very similar things, yeah. But the thing that I think, uh, gosh, again, I don't think Jake's dead. And I think that like um, his love for something is going to be more important than both of those things. Mm. Both the addiction and the quest is, is, is the love for... Oh, I hope Jake comes back in the next book. Oh my god, I hope he's still alive. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Ah. Uh, okay, we, we need to finish this one. We're, we're, we're moving on. So that's the end of uh, section seven. Now let's go on top of uh, section eight. There was talk then, a night's worth of talk, and God alone knew how much more. But the gunslinger remembered little of it later. And to his oddly practical mind, little of it seemed to matter. 
the man in black told him that he must go to the sea, which lay mo- no more than 20 easy miles to the west. And there he would be invested with the power drawing. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah. So, Just because it's uh, in italics, and it's probably different. A little bit different. So basically, the only real changes are there was talk then, a night's worth of talk, and God alone knew how much more or how much was true. So even Stephen King here is adding a parenthetical of saying, oh, Man of Black might be lying a bit about a little bit of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then um, Gunslinger went from capitalized in the original so, to so lowercase in the un- new version. I'm sorry. Uh, it, they took gods from... No, they... Uh, gunslinger. Cap- capital lowercase? Oh, Gunslinger from capital lowercase. Right. Well, yeah, you're right. That is weird that mm. that's capital. Huh. Never noticed that. It is strange, yeah. But uh, that one feels like he was just fixing almost what looks like a typo. But... And then a little later it said the Man of Black told or, or is him it saying again. That he's the, is it saying that he's the only one left? He is like probably the only one left, yeah. The gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I cut you off. What was the, the other thing you said? Uh, the man in black told him again that he must go to the sea, as opposed to the man in black told him he must go to the sea, because uh, as we changed in the previous uh, section... Again? Yeah, in the previous section, oh. he says... Uh, do, 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 do. Where must I go? Start west, go to the sea. When the world ends, that's where you must begin. So, as opposed to in the original where he was talking about, like, where? And then uh, he's, he says, must I give you a hint? Uh, there was a man who gave advice. So it's where in a totally different oh, context. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I see. I, I missed that mm. before. So he had said that previously by like, going to the west of the sea. Exactly. So, yeah, from there on... Um, so, okay. No, well, this is the first mentioning of the drawing. Drawing, yeah. <laughs> and and w- when I first read this, as, as uh, me right now, <laughs> uh, the drawing. Like, at first, I think it's like drawing a picture. I think it's a drawing of cards... And it's like the drawing of the three is like the three of some card. Well, and like... Because we were talking about cards before, right? Exactly. As the, the Man in Black first set him down to, at the beginning of the palaver when they were talking, he was giving him his tarot reading. So there are the cards that he's drawing. So it's mm-hmm. uh, in some ways literally... Oh, so it's not the first mention of the drawing. It's just that I'm... Not technically, no. The, slow. Well, not slow. No, no, no. It's the first time drawing has been italicized to be this important. So, in a way, it's the first way that they've, like, put the importance of drawing this much on it. It's like, oh, it's like, well, he was drawing cards before, but, like, it's like yeah, I'm sure, just drawing cards, whatever. It's like, but now it's like the drawing. It's like, mm. oh, this is more important than I thought. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, Rear. Let's let's see what happens next. Mm. <laughs> so, this next paragraph's about the same, but I do feel like it's it's worth saying. Um, but that's not exactly right either. The man in black said, pitching his cigarette and the remains of the campfire. No one wants to invest you with a power of any kind, gunslinger. It's simply in you, and I am compelled to tell you, partly because of the sacrifice of the boy, and partly because it is the law, the natural law of things. Water must run downhill, and you must be told you will draw three. I understand, but I don't really care. 
there. And I don't really want to know. The three, the gunslinger murmured, thinking of the oracle. Three. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to this where it's like, uh, there's. Wait, what were the oracle's prophecies again? Um, this is what I was thinking about. Oh, Lord of mercy. One of them was, uh, well, it was also about like going back and, and giving up your journey and like saving the boy and just like, or you can go forward. And, and, and the three was part of it. Ah, I forget the exact wording, Kevin. Uh, you know let's see. So, in, in the exact wording earlier in the book, she said three. The number three is mystic. It stands at the heart of your quest. Uh, which three? Uh, the first is young, dark-haired, stands on the brink of robbery and murder. Uh, a demon has infested him. The name of the demon is heroin. Which demon is that? We see in part. Uh, watch for doorways, watch for the roses and unfound doorways. The second, she comes on wheels. I see no more. The third, death, and not for you. The man in black, where is he? Near. You will speak to him soon. So, we've kind of actually, yeah. So, three is actually three different entities that we're going to meet. Yes. It comes on wheels. One's addicted to heroin. And what's the third one? I forget. Death, but not for you. Death. Oh, yeah. Feels like death is always around. Death is always around Uh, for a guy with a a pair of guns and a quick hand, yeah. So, he can meet this, this, you know, three people, or he can go back, and as we're we found out. Obviously, he didn't go back. He did He's not. Yeah, the Oracle continuing gave... Continuing forward. Exactly. The Oracle gave him that option of, you could turn back and renege on your quest, take the boy, train him in the gunslinger arts if you want, and Roland said, no, I have to keep going forward at all costs. But, <clears throat> so here, as the man in black is kind of giving him the same information... Uh, yeah, he says the three, the gunslinger murmured, thinking of the oracle. Exactly. Like th- that. I'm sorry, I, I did just go back real quick and be like, oh wait, what is the three? So that's the three. Uh-huh. It's, it's not a card, It's there's three things. Or okay. technically three cards. Hmm. Perhaps. Three people to be trapped. <laughs> but in any case... Ah, so- and then the fun begins, but by then I'll be long gone. Goodbye, gunslinger. My part is done now. The chain is still in your hands. Beware, it doesn't wrap itself around your neck. Compelled by something inside, outside him, Roland said, You have one more thing to say, don't you? <laughs> yes, the man in black said. He smiled at the gunslinger with his depthless eyes and stretched one of his hands out toward him. Let there be light. <laughs> and there was light. Roland woke by the ruins of the campfire. Wait, I'm going to stop right there. Mm. Was there differences? Uh, basically, he just changes moment? beware to just wear that it doesn't wrap around your neck. And in the new version, it says, let there be light. And there was light. And this time the light was good. So going back to our biblical references, now we went all the way back to uh, Genesis. Let there be light. Yeah, well, we're, we're bringing it back to the mirror. Um, I was also going to say, uh, beware they don't wrap around your neck. Like, like the, the chain we talked about, uh, like the big neck. Yeah, that yoke thing. that he had in his dream, yeah. Yeah, 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 in his dream mm. before, so uh, I just wanted to bring that back. Mm. Which yeah. is actually interesting that, like, the 
I forget if we mentioned this, but the the yoke that he's got his head stuck in, like a yoke for oxen or kind of like uh, mm-hmm. donkeys, like something that's being pushed People forward. People holding on him back. Well, I was going to say it's something that's it's pushing like a beast of like burden or like for plowing or something. Uh, so he's kind of being held in control and kind of manipulated forward on this task that he's just um basically he's uh, livestock that he's being pushed towards something so the man in black is almost saying like you know don't let your quest be the master of you like are you livestock or are you a man with your own choices so, so like he's an instrument of uh war kind he, of, he's yeah. like driving a tank to a place and it's like we need to control this tank i don't know mm. <laughs> basically oh, uh, gosh He's the last gunslinger left, right? Mm, indeed. So we have this one tank. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I went off because t- that was a flashback we were talking about. Well, uh, present, present day, whatever present day is, <laughs> of him talking to the men in black, and uh, things are about to realize that it's been far longer than we realized. Yes, indeed. Uh, the last section, and, that, and and there was light. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to read to the end. Um, <clears throat> Roland awoke by the ruins of the campfire to find himself ten years older. His black hair had thinned at the temples and gone the gray of cobwebs at the end of autumn. The lines in his face were deeper, his skin rougher. The remains of the wood he had carried had turned to ironwood, and the man in black was a laughing skeleton in a rotting black robe. More bones in this place of bones. One more skull in Golgotha. The gunslinger stood up and looked around. He looked at the light and saw that the light was good. With a sudden quick gesture, he reached toward the remains of his companion of the night before. A night that had somehow lasted ten years. He broke off Walter's jawbone and jammed it carelessly into the left hip pocket of his jeans, a fitting enough replacement for the one lost under the mountains. Now I'm just gonna keep reading. No, I, I feel tower. like there's, there's a good place to yeah, stop yeah, yeah. actually, because there there are a yeah, few yeah, changes. Yeah, um, yeah I, I bet there are a lot of changes. Yeah. So, in the original, it said, I mean, in the new version, it says, uh, his black hair had thinned at the temples, and there had gone the gray of cobwebs. So, as opposed to just had thinned at the temples and gone gray. So, basically. Point is, it's been 10 friggin' years. 10 years, yes. So, <laughs> the remains of the wood he had carried had turned to something like stone, because in in the new uh, mythology of Roland and his world, the iron wood is a real thing, another type of wood. So, like, Court, I think, has a ironwood staff, so... Well, ironwood means, like, petrified wood. Like, it's been there that long that it's now petrified. Well, I think that's why he changed that, because uh, I think ironwood is, like, a specific type of tree, almost. Uh, whereas, instead of being petrified wood, now it's just, it had turned to something like stone. So, uh, he wanted to make that like, distinction. Yeah. 
the the point is it's been a long time been a long time uh he adds in one more skull in this uh and then also he makes roland much more skeptical this time where he says or is it really you he thought i have my doubts walter Dim. i have my doubts martin that was he stood up and looked around then with a quick gesture so he took the end it was good and moved it up to the at last sentence of the previous section uh, I see. Yeah. Right. Then, with a quick gesture, took the toward the remains of the, his companion of the night before. If it was indeed the remains of Walter, uh, he broke off the grinning jawbone and ca- jammed it carelessly, as opposed to he broke off Walter's jawbone. Um, All right. So, <laughs> I mean, this goes back to the way station, mm-hmm. like where they found the original jawbone. It's like, why is a jawbone? importance and then he grabbed his jawbone i was like wait a minute does this mean like this same jawbone is this and, and time has brought him back to this nexus of ah, i don't know what's going on kevin maybe it will maybe <laughs> it will we don't know yet the, i like the idea that it's just check, the check same jawbone going over and over again in a loop which, which, by the way, we we call it a mandible. Mandible, true, true, right? Yeah, everything with the lower teeth, and you're going all the way up to the, you know, the base of your jaw. Um, mm-hmm. And then he adds in another bit of skepticism. How many lies did you tell me? He asked. Many, he was sure. But what made them good lies was that they had been mixed with the truth. So Roland is much more skeptical of Walter and this skeleton that he sees in front of him, even though he's only 10 years older, the, the, like the skeleton in front of him, he's like, is this Walter? Uh, I don't know if it is. Mm -hmm. Walter, Martin, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would I believe anything you have to tell me? And and that's what I've been saying the whole time. (laughs) Exactly. You're you're thinking with a much more critical uh, uh, like lens rather than just taking things at uh, face value, which is good. That's what. That's how I go through life. Is uh, (laughs) I love to talk to people, but as I talk to them, like you might be a douchebag. Actually, (laughs) I I don't actually want to be your friend, but I'll talk to you. Exactly. Um, But then there's other people I'll talk to. I'm like. I want to invite you to a party we're having at our house because you seem really cool. Yeah. <laughs> you are somebody who you say what you mean and I believe what you say, so I'll, I can take you at face value, so I trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, oh, Kev, do you want to finish? Why don't you uh, finish with yours? I'll do, I'll or, do the next you paragraph. To... You could do the last paragraph. Because this, okay. this next paragraph is the same in both versions. <clears throat> All right. The tower. Somewhere ahead, it waited for him. The nexus of time. The nexus of size. He began west again, his back set against the sunrise, heading toward the ocean, realizing that a great passage of his life had come and gone. I loved you, Jake, he said aloud. The stiffness wore out of his body, and he began to walk more rapidly. By that evening, he had come to the end of the land. He sat on a beach, which stretched left and right forever, deserted. The waves beat endlessly against the shore, pounding and pounding. The setting sun painted the water in a wide strip of fool's gold. So, uh, why don't you take it on home? Wait, uh, I just want to say, like, he said, I loved you, Jake. Hmm. And it's past yeah i loved you 
true. He he, he doesn't st- like. He heard Jake know. die. Well, I know, but like, when I when I talk about people and loving them, like I don't say it in the past tense. Because yeah. like if you say it in the past tense, it means like that love went away. And to me, that love never goes away if you love somebody. You know? True. Like I love your mom. Yeah. And and she is no longer with us, but like uh, I love you, and it's not I loved you, you know. So mm. like that that was the thing that really irked me as I was reading this is is that past tense there. <laughs> I can see that. See, I, I almost took it as more him <clears throat> sort of speaking to Jake as saying like I loved you, I did love you. Like I, it might seem like I was just using was, you, but in reality, I did love you. Like he's trying okay, to prove so, it to himself. And, and this is what it's really meant to be. And it's what you're saying, Kevin. It's, it's like this is the first time he's actually said it out loud. I love you, man. Oh, like, I wonder the, the fact that it's I. He never said it before. You're right. This he is didn't say it to Jake out loud. This is absolutely the only first time, and it's that just he says it out loud, the yeah. ether. Mm. But he says it out loud. He says, "I love you, man." Yeah, like that's important. It's true, and I like that we do that at the end of every podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like that's that I feel like that's so Roland too that he is like he he can only express his emotions when nobody's around or in his own head that he's mm-hmm. so closed off to other people that this is the only time he can say it out loud is when he's at this beach by himself. How many fathers out there who are not good at saying speaking their emotions you know mm. and i think that's what this is this is talking to you know it's like i love you man exactly you know? I, I i said it to Selvin the other day and he said it back and it was it was awesome nice and it was pretty cool mm. you know true it's always a good thing to to say to you know to, to, to prove it to the people well not only prove it but but just to say it to the people that you do love because life is short and there are plenty of people who mm-hmm. they you know their fathers never said it to them so you it's it's the kind of thing that even if like older generations might say well i don't have to say it i just prove it i i do these things well no but sometimes you do have to say it yeah i think it, it is important to say yeah uh, the other thing I wanted to just mention on what you said was uh, the, the setting sun painted the water in a sh- wide strip of fool's gold. So, like, you ever, you ever see, like, the sun just setting right at the end and it's just, like, this little line of... It's it's beautiful. Mm. It's like... Uh, like, he, he painted a picture in my head with, you know, that writing. You know, yeah. It's good writing. I agree. Yeah, I do like that uh, that phrase. But, but, but of why? Just those little. But why sparkles. fools' golds though? Mm. Like, that's true. what I was wondering when I read it. When I was like, fools' golds. Like so, like, like this is something that you're striving for that is uh, unattainable. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the last paragraph. Go for it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> There, the gunslinger sat, his face turned up into the fading light. He dreamed his dreams and watched as the stars came out. His purpose did not flag, nor did his heart falter. His hair, finer, now in gray, blew around his head, and the, and the sandalwood-inlaid guns of his father lay smooth and deadly against his hips. He was lonely. 
but to not find loneliness in any way a bad or ignoble thing. The dark came down on the world, and the world moved on. The gunslinger waited for the time of the drawing, and dreamed his long dreams of the dark tower, to which he would someday come at dusk and approach, winding his horn to do to do some Im- unimaginable final battle. Mm. Oh, Lord of mercy. Indeed. So only- Sorry, it took me a minute to get there. I was trying to, like, punctuate every word because mm. it was like, oh. <laughs> there's a lot in it, yeah. Uh, there's only a couple of changes in that last paragraph. Uh, his hair is gray at the temples instead of just his hair is finer now and gray. Uh, and Does his hair keep growing? So does he have long hair now? I would think. I mean, it should be. You would think, right? right? Like it turned gray, but it's also like super freaking yeah. long. And you have you ten years worth of beard, of <laughs> Rasputin style. Yeah. Um, and also, the dark came down on the world, and the world moved on. Is changed just to the dark came down, and the world moved on. So fewer, fewer words. Uh, kind of brevity sold of wit situation and then mm-hmm. at the very last change uh someday was two separate words and became one word so just someday and ah, a- and that is the end of our comparison of the 1982 to 2003 versions of uh oh my Gunslinger. Goodness. What, what page are, what page are you on in your book uh in my book i've got that as page 304 and I'm a two, 216 interesting and my kindle actually has it as page 251 so yeah, it's exactly all kinds of numbers <laughs> it all depends on margins and <laughs> pictures you've and got whatnot. illustrations 216 I don't. yeah so mine was way shorter than yours true yours is a, a larger oh. like you have more uh, uh so that they can like fit more on a page square inch yeah, 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 yeah. i got you yeah, yeah. Mine is just the trade paperback yeah, size. I got the plume of vision. Right? Yeah. Plume version? Yeah, you got plume. And I've yours got is, uh, yours Cygnus. Is Cygnus, that's right. Mm. Huh. I, I enjoyed my illustrations, though sometimes they were spoily. A little bit. <laughs> that's always the problem with the illustrations, that they don't quite place exactly where it happens in the book. So, <laughs> Like, oh, I guess the guy gets hung here. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> True. At least the the massacre of Tull they put in the right place. They put that at the very end, right? That was at the very end. Yes. Yeah. I was like, "What's going on?" Oh, everyone dies. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he shoots the whole town. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Wait. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to give this last paragraph. It's. Uh, it's due. Um. It's it's due. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Do do do. Okay. That would that was the the sentence I wanted to focus on. Um. After he talked about his his guns, like so blah blah, and he was lonely, but did not find loneliness in any way a bad or ignoble thing. So this is the point where it's like he's coming to grips with like what's going on. It's like you know what, I'm alone, but like yeah, it sucks, but it's not terrible. Right. I don't know. Ignoble? Uh, how do you define ignoble? Uh, not noble. I think that's just the, you know, the the prefix for it to make it, uh, like, basically it's instead of unnoble, it's ignoble. Okay, so what is noble? 
well, Noble would be basically like, well, he's saying it's not a bad or ignoble thing. So he's saying that his loneliness is noble. So he's saying that kind of, you know, there's there's a purpose into it. There's a, uh, what is it? Like, there's... Mm. It's hard to say without using the word noble. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> right. That, yeah. That's why I asked you this question. Look it up. What does what the word noble mean according to Merriam-Webster and Oxford English Dictionary? Uh, so, number one, noble belonging to a hereditary class with high social and political status. Yes, the, That's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two... Highbrow is what is what I was thinking. Having, having or showing fine personal qualities or high moral principles and ideals. So I feel like that's more the definition that we're going with here. Yeah. So, so ignoble would mean the opposite of that. Exactly. Would, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, he's seeing um, his he's seeing his loneliness as a highly moral thing to do. That okay. So this kid that I was with, uh, I was on my quest to the tower, and the tower is the most important thing. So therefore, it's better that I'm alone because then there won't be anyone else to mm. sacrifice. It's a really sad ending. It's a really sad ending. Yeah. It's 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 him just being like. Well, I guess I got to do this on my own. Keep we'll, moving we'll along. Figure out what comes next. Mm-hmm. Poor Roland. Poor Roland. And I feel like this and is poor Jake. Poor Jake. Well, yes, definitely poor Jake. But I feel like this is where um, the the cover of your edition of the book doesn't it have the tower sort of like a, mir- a mirage in the distance. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like this is almost kind of where Roland is kind of at the end of the book where he's got this image of the tower kind of in that he's imagining in the far future that's uh like a above the the crashing of the waves and all and there might not be So 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 this picture is really a flashback then because that that's David the Hawk or I think that, it's David uh, the Hawk. I do not think it is okay, Zoltan yeah, Bird. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we, we thought it was Zoltan in the beginning, but that is not uh, I guess like it looks far more like a raven than a hawk. Yeah, I can uh, see I've it. That does a, look more ravenish. A black hawk. Well, I guess there is a black hawk, but <laughs> I've said it since the beginning. It's like Zoltan. <laughs> or, or is it? Is it supposed to be representing the man in black? Could be the man in black. Like the man in black is always on his shoulder. And it's like symbolistic. Hmm. 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 Yeah, a lot I of... can't believe we finished it, Kevin. I know. Now I want to move on to the next one. Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> well, there is an afterword. There, there is, is an, an afterword. afterword. We're going to get to next week, and so we'll read through that part. <laughs> okay. Which which does yeah, only I, I... exist in the uh, 1982 version, and not the the new oh, one. So there's no 2003 afterward. No, yeah, the... actually, they did just kind of end it right there. Exactly. With, yeah. Uh... The, in the 2003 version, it's more the forward where he's talking about him being 19 and all that. Oh, that forward is expansive in, in the thing that I downloaded. And I was like, oh, I have to stop reading this. That, that goes back to our first episode. True. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, this is telling me more information than I should know. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> so going back to Blackhawks versus uh, Crows, uh, on the illustration, the beak, is the beak black or whitish yellow? 
Can you black. tell? It's black? Okay, well, in that case, it's black. krill. Yeah, because... Uh, totally. Yeah, black hawks definitely have a yellow or a whitish beak. Um, mm-hmm. Might have a black tip, but definitely lighter going towards the nostrils. Uh, so, yeah. All right. I think it's it's supposed to be David. I think yeah, I think I, so too. Because it's so it's not supposed to be Zoltan. Yeah, I I, th- I think overall it's not a literal representation of any one moment within the book. It's just sort of symbolic of here's Roland. Sometimes there's a bird. Sometimes it's an eagle. Sometimes it's a crow. And well, sometimes it's a hawk. Sometimes it's a crow. And the dark tower is off in the distance. That is his ultimate end goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate goal. And um, we will see what oh he does gosh. on his way in the next book. In the next book, The Drawing of the Three. The Drawing of the Three. The Drawing of the Three. I'm on wheels. Uh, one's addicted to heroin and one's death. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening next. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're, we're, well, we're, we're going to come back next week. For the afterword, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the afterword, the original, and uh, we'll we'll figure out how it goes. Exactly, and <laughs> I feel until then. Until then, yes. Go ahead, get it. No, no, no. I was uh, I was just gonna say that uh, as a little bit of a preview, the 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 afterword of the original edition. I feel like we've been I've been referring to it a little in little bits uh, and pieces here and there throughout our entire journey here. But I feel like oh, should I not read it? No, no, no. Read it by all means. Uh, oh, okay. But I was, I was just like, going to be that, like spoilery. Uh, no, no, no. The, <laughs> the exact opposite. I feel like the afterword of the original edition kind of gives you a little bit more context to what we've been talking about this whole time. So we okay. could we could go into that in uh, a little bit more detail next week. Oh yeah, we'll do a whole episode on the afterword. Why not? <laughs> but until then, uh, you can check us out on uh, Facebook and uh, Spotify and apple and other things apple music yeah all all sorts of wherever you get your podcasts yeah wherever you get your podcasts um but until then long days and pleasant nights and may you have twice the number i love you brother (laughs) i love you too bye-bye